0: In three, two, one. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening. Tim Anderson here, the Appraiser's Advocate. And we call this one, Yes, Good Intentions Do Pave That Freeway. This is another question that came in to me recently. My state board recently charged me with writing a misleading report. As part of my defense, I got the client to write a letter to the state indicating my report did not mislead them, yet the state sanctioned me for it anyway. If my client says I did not mislead them, how can the state board say I did? Well, that's a good question. Let's take a look at it. The answer to this question is one with numerous and subtle twists and turns. Let's first turn to the definition of misleading, which is, quote, intentionally or unintentionally misrepresenting, misstating, or concealing relevant facts or conclusions. Note this is USPAP's definition. It is not necessarily the definition a state board would use, since misleading, frankly, may have a definition set in state statute. Since each state's definition may vary because of this, we'll go with USPAP's definition, so we're reasoning from a common premise. Please understand it is your state's appraisal board, not your client, that determines if an appraisal is credible or an appraisal report is misleading. USPAP is the only metric by which both the client and the State Board measure the credibility of the appraisal and whether the report is misleading. Simply, this is because your client is biased in favor of itself and it wants an appraisal that supports the purchase and sale agreement, closes the deal, and gets everybody paid. It cares essentially nothing that you formed your value conclusion credibly or reported it in a non-misleading manner. Therefore, your client's opinion as to whether you misled anybody is both irrelevant and baseless. This is because, one, the client's inherent bias favoring itself, and two, the client's complete ignorance of the developing and reporting requirements of USPAP. On the other hand, the State Appraisal Board has no bias, you hope. Since, one, it has no dog in the hunt, and two, by state law, it is the only arbiter of what constitutes a non-credible appraisal and or a misleading appraisal report. Again, what your client thinks of either the appraisal or the report is irrelevant because of this built-in bias. In practice, the State Board measures your appraisal against USPAP Standard 1 and the manner in which you report it against Standard 2. To do these, the State has trained investigators, not necessarily trained appraisers, whose job it is to ask the questions to determine if you did or did not follow these standards. But those investigators typically don't make that decision. Then your state board and its legal counsel, usually an assistant state attorney general, decide 1. If there was a violation of USPAP and or state law and, if there was a violation, 2. What penalty or penalties the board should impose. Assuming the board concludes you, indeed, have violated state appraisal statutes and or USPAP, the state board gives you, and ideally your counsel the opportunity to tell your side of the story. Once you have done this, the state, as part of the sanctioning or punishing process, will do anything from drop the charge, not likely, to revoke your certification, also not likely, the sanctions it chooses will have a lot to do with the number of times you've already been before the board, and let's face it, the fewer the better. It also has a lot to do with your overall attitude. A bad attitude is not going to intimidate the state board, but it will serve no purpose but to magnify the severity of any imposed sanction. Once the state has imposed a penalty, there is no appeal from it other than to a court of law, which is the subject of another podcast, not to mention expensive and time consuming. Two facts the State Board knows and may choose to exploit against you. Now, for something you may not have known. When you sign the certification in an appraisal report, here, somewhat edited, is what you're certifying, among other things. This is right out of USPAP's Standard 2-3. Quote, I certify that to the best of my knowledge and belief. The statements of fact contained in this report are true and correct. And... My analyses, opinions, and conclusions were developed, and this report has been prepared in conformity with USPAP. Now, what does all of this have to do with misleading? All the state must do is find one instance in which you did not follow Standard 1 or Standard 2. Then, because you certified you did develop your appraisal and report congruent with these standards, despite the fact you did not, that failure, coupled with your signed certification, constitutes misrepresentation, or misleading the client. Remember, per USPAP's definition, the intentions behind your actions are irrelevant. What your client thinks of your actions is irrelevant to the state board. USPAP, thus the state board, looks solely at the results of your actions. You certified you followed USPAP when indeed you did not. That is misrepresentation, your good intentions notwithstanding and paving that freeway. Therefore, even though the client concludes you did nothing to mislead it, the client's conclusion is not part of the state's decision criteria due to the client's own biases. Did you follow Standard 1 in developing your value opinion? And did you follow Standard 2 in reporting it? What is relevant is that when you signed the certification, you certified that you did follow them. If the state concluded that indeed you did not, then you misled the client by misrepresenting the scope and credibility of your actions. The client's opinion of your appraisal report has nothing to do with either the questions or the answers to those two questions. USPAP is the only metric by which anyone can measure an appraisal. The state, not the client, is the final arbiter of the results of your actions. In addition, if the final arbiter calls you to account for one or more of your appraisals, there is no plausible reason to fight that battle alone. You are going to need counsel, legal counsel, USPAP counsel, and e o counsel. The state's appraisal board carries the sword and shield of legal counsel. Why should you enter that arena alone, naked and unarmed? When I can be of any help to you in any area of real estate appraisal, contact me, Tim Anderson, at theappraisersadvocate.com. It will be an honor to consult with you. I appreciate you listening. Thank you very much. My best to you and your family. We're clear.